Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. This is Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid, a Detroit Lions podcast made by lifelong Lions fans, UJ. I've been really drinking a lot of Kool-Aid tonight. Special brand of Kool-Aid called Weller. Bob. It's hard to find the losses here. Stafford, <laughs> regular season MVP. Rudd Dog. We're going to just be that team that yeah. just can flow like water and adapt to any team. The new dynasty is born. And Connor. It's got to be Stafford. Now with the two tight end sets that I'm so excited about, I see it all clicking. And I'm your host, Big Z. The media knows nothing. Forward down the field. One pride. Get your Kool-Aid. It's time for the pod. All right, Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, we are back after a long uh, week of free agency here. The one thing going on in the entire sports world right now, at least in the United States, I think there's some Russian soccer going on somewhere, and there's there's eSports but that's about it. The coronavirus is taking over everything. The rise of esports. It's crazy. But we got Rudd Dog, we got Yo. UJ, and we got Connor. Hey. What's and, up? And gentlemen, we have a lot to talk about in regards to Lions free agency. Oh, yeah, uh, meaty. There's there's a lot of meat here. Uh, oh, man. There, there's, this could go in a lot of different directions. But the first thing I want to get to, it happened today. I'm glad we waited to do this pod until Thursday because we knew more news is going to drop um, in regards to a guy. So, uh, you know, uh, the, the one guy, that's, we're all supposed to stay in during this quarantine, right? But the one guy that's not letting anything stay in anymore is Darius Slay. He let everything out of the bag today and uh, on the radio with Mitch Album. In regards to, uh, so first of all, he gets traded to the Philadelphia Eagles. He signs a three-year, $15 million extension with them and is traded for a third and a fifth-round pick. Before we get to those comments, what do we think about the trade? Uh, I'd say I'm not happy with the value we got, but if there was that kind of friction, then at least we got something. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm reasonably happy with it. He's on the last year of a deal and, like, looking for a big pay raise. Like, I feel like we weren't going to get much more, but I was kind of hoping for a second rounder. But Yeah, I was honestly hoping yeah. he played this year. That was my main hope, was that he'd play and we get one more year of his play instead of draft picks. But All these people get. saying we should have got a first rounder are ridiculous. Like, that was never going to happen. No, that was no never going to happen. Not for the price that he was looking for in an extension. It's, and, and only one year left on his deal anyways. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, I last year, Jadavion Clowney went for a third rounder, too. So you're only going to get yeah. so much value. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, he he's oh. finding he, – he's going back to his first ever coach, the coach that drafted him, Jim Schwartz, out in Philadelphia. So I, I guess we wish him best of luck unless, you know, we play him in a game. Uh, but the, the arguably the big – everybody kind of saw this coming, the Darius Slay trade, for a while here. We've talked about it to death on this podcast and so is the rest of uh lions social media and everything like that but the the shocking thing more so we knew there were some underlying issues you can tell the quandary Diggs trade especially kind of set him off in his comments but in that interview today with uh, mitch album he was saying things like uh where patricia was telling him that he wasn't a good player he shouldn't be practicing with richard sermon and to keep to because those are elite players and he wasn't elite he was just a good player and things of that nature uh he said it was really bad in 2018 and then it got a little better last year but by that time uh the damage was done apparently so that's what kind of sowed this discord what what is our reaction to that is that are we misreading the comments or uh can i can i say something real quick of course you um of course i'm probably really one of the very few people making an attempt to defend patricia in this because everyone's gonna take slave side pretty much but uh 
you know, seeing a written word like that, say something, you know, it's very possible Patricia actually said these things, but it, we don't know what context he said it in or what the environment, what they were doing at the time he said it. And, you know, it's very possible it could have been a real bad attempt at humor by Patricia, you know, when he found out Slay was working out with these guys and, it, and Slay already didn't like Patricia. So the attempt at humor is obviously going to fail badly and Slay will take it the wrong way. I'm just saying it's possible. We don't know. We weren't there. You just see the written word on the page and it sounds really bad and damning to Patricia. So I don't want to just blanket say Patricia's an ass and this and, you know, and slays all innocent stuff. It just, they just didn't get along. All right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, the personalities didn't match. So he's gone. We got a couple of draft picks for it. I wish him the best. I, I thought Slay's a great player, but, uh, you know, life goes on, man. Yeah. I, I'm not ready to condemn Patricia for it or even say Slay's the good guy in this scenario or, in, or make any sort of judgment. My main takeaway is it, it's slightly dis- – I, I, I was slightly disturbed when I saw these uh, comments. Like, just because the results on the field suggested an under, some underlying issues within the, or within the team uh, over these last two seasons, like, it doesn't seem like – Patricia has won this team over, uh, and I mean that's not to say the fact that he got better in year two is a good sign, and I think he'll continue to hone his. You know he's a new head coach and he's going at this for the first time, so you know he's gonna there's gonna be some turbulence. Uh, I just hope he can. You know this doesn't represent something larger that carries on going forward because. I really want to see this guy turn this team into a perennial, you know, powerhouse. So I just, that's all. It's just a little disturbing, but I'm not going to make a big deal out of it personally. Yeah. And th- this is another thing I'm, I'm reading that just came out where it says, uh, he told me, in, this is Darius Slay, a quote from him. He told me in front of the whole team in the team meeting room, showed clips of me in practice, getting a ball caught on me or so in practice. I posted a picture of a wide receiver on social media, and he told me, stop sucking that man's privates. So I'm like, whoa. I'm like, hold up. Where I'm from, that don't fly, because I wouldn't say that to him. I wouldn't say to him, stop, you know, what's a Bill Belichick. I wouldn't do that. That's just not me as a man. That's disrespectful to me. And so from there on, it was done with. So uh, I don't know. There's a a whole lot there. Yeah, that's interesting yeah. Uh, tactic. And this is Dave Burkett that reported in a second Lions player corroborated Slay's account. So, I don't know. I don't know. To me, it's yeah. a tougher look than I think you guys might think it is. Just because if you're a new head coach, and I feel like the thing you don't want to do is piss off one of your best players immediately. Right. Um, I think that's just common sense to maybe tread a little lighter until you get the feel for the team and like the pulse for what's acceptable and what's not. It just feels like a dumb thing by Patricia. I, I don't know. I mean, he's a new coach. He's improving, but yeah, and there was a lot of side him that takes slays. There's a lot of reports out there, uh, you know, two years ago that the locker room was dysfunctional and, and Patricia, um, yeah, didn't have a hold on it. And this is coming from the Jim Caldwell. So talk about two completely different coaches, uh, Jim Caldwell there before, and then Matt Patricia coming in. Jim Quint- Caldwell Super- Diggs has been jumping on it too. Like, oh, I'm sure on the slay thing. I'm sure. He, I mean, he's his voice's displeasure is plenty as well. The only hope is you that, know, you know, Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn are getting their guys in here um, that fit their culture. Maybe Slay and uh, <clears throat> Diggs don't fit that culture quite so. Uh, I mean, to some extent. There's I got suppose. there's got to be a reason we're getting all these ex-patriots, right? <laughs> I mean, we got to yeah. I mean, yeah, there's definitely something to that, but I don't know. I, we'll see. And not, you know, we got true, true font. He's not necessarily a Patriots guy or any, you know, he has no affiliation. Is he going to do similar things? Is he going to alienate new talent as it comes in that doesn't feel? I don't think I, I don't think this is going to be systemic, but it, it, the only worry I have is that it is systemic. Uh, if this yeah. is an issue he's going to have going forward. But by all accounts, he was much better last year. Like he completely changed his approach and everything of that nature. Um, you mean he learned and he adapted? Right. Yes, I mean, exactly. even Slay said even Slay said the year two was better. Uh, I, I don't think, think part, I think part of it was by so. design, though. Patricia came in shocked to the system, you know, and he probably pissed off a lot of people. 
But maybe it was by design, you know. Weed out people, possibly. maybe. Yeah, I think. Well, it's it's just weird because like the reports we heard about Patricia before he came was like he's just such a great guy, he, like loves all his players and stuff. And, like these play stories just don't really fit that. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Like, I don't He's know. like a very player-friendly coach, it sounded like. And then, uh... hey, well, that was also player coach or uh, uh, you know, a coordinator. That's a big step difference from being a coordinator to being a head coach. Uh, you know, maybe yeah, he decided sure. on a he might he might he might have just decided on a certain certain tact, you know, to approach things that was different than I what guess. he used to be. Because he probably realized he couldn't be the same player-friendly coach. I just like, yeah. remember all of us talking about how much we loved that about him when he was announced right. like, that he was such a player's coach or whatever. And it seems like yeah. he's gone away. True. Yeah. It, I'm sure there'll be more that we'll read about in the next coming days in regards to this story. I'm sure it's not going to go away quite so. And we, we, Maybe Trish hasn't even responded to any of these stories yet. So let's, get, let's get both sides before... I thought he made some like generic response that like him and Slay had productive conversations, but he wasn't going to say anything more about it. It's smart way to go about it. I think that's what he did. I haven't heard anything, but it's the only way to go about it, really, if you're in his position, yeah. I think. Like, yeah, it's a good decision. And yeah, keep that stuff bottle up as long as you can. Then don't he doesn't need to throw because you know, like we're just getting Slay's side of the story, so we don't know what Patricia said. And I, I doubt we'll ever get a full expose on what Patricia, you know, what his thoughts you know, were. So. You know, bottom line is uh, we're losing a good player, but at the same time, you're also losing that underlying tension that, that was there. Uh, and who knows what problems that was causing. Maybe, you know? maybe Slade just doesn't like pencils. Well, he doesn't like what? Maybe he doesn't like pencils, like pencils yeah. as a fashion accessory. Oh, that could be. Uh, uh, maybe, he's yeah, a pen. maybe he's a pen guy. <laughs> The pen. Yeah, Andre Diggs is a pen guy too. Right <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I mean, and just uh, kind of just last words on Slay, at least for me, is that you know I I will miss him. He was really good interacting with the fans, and he was very much involved with the community and stuff. So it is a shame to yeah. see him go in that regard for sure. And uh, yeah. I, plus, he was one of our guys that came up through our system to be an elite player, which I always yeah. love seeing. Yeah, but that's hard to do. Yeah. Um, for any team, it's, it's I mean seven years is a long time. So it's it's hard to yeah. believe he's been on team for seven years. But yeah, I know you mentioned him, Rudd Dog, and I want to mention the signing, the, kind of the Slay replacement, if you will. It's not going to be obviously quite the replacement, but, but uh, the Lions signed Desmond Trufant, um, two years, twenty one million dollars. He's twenty nine years old. Um, he's coming from Atlanta. Uh, he's he's injury prone for sure. He only played nine games last year, and he's uh, injury prone is a bit of a overstatement. But go on, sorry. Why is that an overstatement? I mean, he's played for uh, seven years and has only not finished a season or not had a complete season three years. Three out of those seven, one of those was only one game short, and then two. He last year he finished with nine games and. One year, like four years ago, he finished with nine games. I don't know if I call that injury prone, but I think that's a little. That's all. He's played 16 games for four seasons and 15 games on at least 15 and five. So, oh, I'm just saying. I don't think I'd call that injury prone. Stafford's injury prone by that logic. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. That's a fair point. But his uh, his performance on the field is definitely more up and down than Slay. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, so yeah. His overall grade last year uh, on uh, you know per PFF. This is, you know we use PFS as kind of a baseline to just get an idea of conversation started. It actually, it was better than Slay's last year at seventy eight point three, which is pretty good. And his best game was against Tampa Bay, which uh, you know has an elite receiving core. So that's a good sign. I was a big fan of this signing. He's six foot one ninety four three eight speed uh, at the combine. That was in two thousand thirteen. So. Tampa Bay was giving out uh, free interceptions last year, though. <laughs> 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he did have four interceptions in his nine games and seven pass defenses, which in only nine games is pretty damn good. But yeah. it's actually his career high interceptions. Yeah, four. no, for sure. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of this guy. I, I think he... This is one of the guys we talked about in our uh, preview 
Uh, maybe not necessarily our, who we predicted that we get, but uh, we definitely talked about him. I'm a I'm a big fan of his. Uh, I, I I really like the signing as a two, and it's only a two year deal for a 29 year old yeah. at 10 million dollars. Uh, so I I really like the signing. You know, it's uh, I mentioned two year deal, but it's amazing how many of these deals in the this upcoming free agency were three years or two year deals. Everybody that. New CBA is going to have a lot more money, so everybody wants these short deals to get that next contract. It's going to be huge. Yeah, but it's also team-friendly, though. You know, if things don't work out, they're not stuck with the guy for a long time. Yeah, exactly. And and I just want to bring this up because uh, I don't know if people appreciate what Quinn's done enough here. Under the million and major years, we were in cap hell all the time. All the time. All the, and we we couldn't get talent on the scene for anything. We are not in cap though. We had money. We had went on a shopping spree, and that, which we're going to talk about. Yeah, and it was yeah. quite impressive. And now, he, and he's got nine draft picks, four in the yeah. top hundred. Come on, yeah. man! He's doing and something right. Super expensive quarterback Can't, too. Like we don't have one of those cheap QBs. <laughs> what? So it's right. even more impressive, I think. Uh, I I do want to defend Mayu in that regard just for a moment in terms of the rookie contracts that he had to deal with at the time compared to now. It's a completely different landscape. Uh, in terms, yeah, that's, that's true. true. I, uh, it's, that is true. Yeah, I, I <laughs> the Lions. I, I keep saying this, but the Lions had the worst time to have like the top three draft picks when they had them, because <laughs> they had to pay all those guys a lot of money at the worst possible right. time. Uh, I will say too, in a in short time frame, a little defensive Mayhew. I still remember one great off season uh, of signings when we got Tolick and Vandenbosch, and was it Glover Quinn too? I think like then we went for to the playoffs like the next year. But anyway, I'm just saying. I, I know it was a lot of time we were we were hamstrung by the cap, but just a little. A little credit where it's due there because that was an awesome. Yeah, that's that's yeah. fair. I mean, Mayhew is definitely better than Millen. Oh, uh, and, and unfortunately, Mayhew had to deal with Millen's mess. I think Millen. that, uh, but um, yeah. I think that semi-learning disabled kid I saw fall and scrape his knee on the street the other day was better than Millen if he was given the reins. <laughs> uh, but I, I want to focus the conversation back on uh, this Desmond Trufant signing. So th- he that locks up one cornerback <laughs> spot in the field. The big question here is, what do we do with the second cornerback spot? Are the Lions in love with Amani Warrior, where they give him the start? Is he gonna get a chance to compete for the starting job for real this time, or is this a huge telegraph for the Lions in the draft and they're getting a Cuda? Nope. Yeah. What are you saying? Not to a telegraph. I, I say, well, I don't think they know enough about the draft yet to make that assumption. Yeah, you can't do that. I think it's they're just absolutely. Solid signing. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. It's a solid signing. He's, he's not as good as Slay, obviously. That's, we're not going to replace Slay. But um, our secondary, I think Awarie is still going to be pretty good, and I think they think he's going to be good. And uh, I think we're just concentrating on the front seven right now more than the secondary. And they will get better if the front seven can do its job. So we don't have to be as good as Slay, you know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, see, I'm going to say no to both. Uh, first of all, I don't think you can go banking on a second-year player to be your starter, especially when he wasn't the starter the year before. Uh, I see a lot of upside, and I'm very excited about a warrior going forward, but you've got to at least bring in another starting corner, a starting quality corner to compete with him for that job going forward. So You can't bank on him progressing to be a starter this year. And then the second part, no, this is not a projection to the draft. We are, I don't see it as that at all. So, um, I mean, what are we going to do with the second quarterback spot? Are we going to pick up another free agent, like a Rashawn Melvin again? Like that type of move, I mean, like uh, like risking a guy think. with a cheap contract? Uh, the, the best option right now I see out there is Logan Ryan, who is a former Patriot guy. Perfect. He said he was open to a short deal as well after not seeing any good long-term deals out there. I don't know how much he's going to go for, though. That would be the question. I, I think the Lions may have room for a little bit of room for maybe one more big contract, but the, I mean the Lions still have some room to address uh, the rest of the roster here as well. So yeah, we got plenty of money for Todd Gurley. Yeah, I, <laughs> I would say like watch out for like the way they've been. You notice these safeties they keep getting, 
like the the we we got that guy from the Patriots. Did we trade for that guy? I know we traded for one and we signed one. Um, they're guys who have a decent amount of experience and have really good cover skills, but aren't proven starters. Uh, like something like that. It doesn't have to be like a a proven starter in the league, but get someone who has some more experience than a warrior who might be ready to take that next step to the, you know, to maybe take sort of, sort of like they did with the tackle big, uh, big V guy, because I th- I'm just saying he needs more, more competition. We got to have someone else that seems a little more ready than a second year pro who had, you know, a good handful of snaps his freshman year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not let play. Damn it. Yeah. So sticking on the job, kid. So sticking on the defensive side of the ball here, I want to move on to another free agent signing here and get our reactions to this. And this is my favorite signing so far in free agency. That's getting Jamie Collins. I am mm-hmm. a huge fan of this move. A plus. Uh, we yeah. we brought him up on this podcast as well in our preview. Um, I I absolutely am a huge humongous fan of this signing. Uh, three years, thirty million dollars straight up. You know, ten million a year. This this guy uh, was an elite linebacker last year by all accounts uh, for the Patriots, and he was a leader on that defense as well. So the Lions release Devin Kennard. Uh, he signs with the Cardinals for three years, twenty million, and we get Jamie Collins three for thirty. So uh, yeah, a plus move. For sure. uh, he, he's, a, yeah. he's a Devin Kennard replacement essentially in this defense. Yeah, I think he's more than a replacement. I think he's an upgrade. I think I agree. Like I see a lot of people being like, "Oh, we're, we're getting rid of one of our captains and whatever," but he had seven sacks. Yeah, his seven, he had seven sacks, but it seemed like if he wasn't winning to get that sack, he wasn't doing a whole lot else. There were some games where he was active on the field for the run game, but the guy was not by any means an elite player, and he wasn't even that great, honestly. I want someone who will get some more pressures and consistently get towards the quarterback. And plus, he's more versatile and can cover and stuff than Kennard could do. I think this is an all-around win for the Lions in that move. Plus, trading or cutting Kennard freed up more space anyway. So, very yeah. good move. Every, yeah. Everything I've read about him is like his football IQ is like really high. Oh yeah, and he can like. Very adaptable, and I think he's like the perfect kind of guy for Patricia for what he's looking for in this team. Yeah, seventy-two point two grade last year on defense as well. He and he had four games over ninety grade. So, and that's again per PFF. Uh, but yeah, he, that that and we talk about losing a captain, but we're gaining a captain too. This guy's clearly a captain on a defense, uh, Jamie oh, Allen. Yeah. So when you say we're losing one, we're we're also we're also getting one back. I like it too, because then you could potentially, like with Kennard, he if you t- you couldn't move him off the edge, like that was his position. He was built, he's built more like a D end, not really a linebacker. Like this way, you could this will free you up for versatility. You could put him inside, move Jared Davis to the edge for certain plays, do all kinds. You can do all kinds of things with a guy like this. Oh, yeah. for sure. And eight sacks. We're going to keep rushing three. We're going to need a good linebacker. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, right. Let's hope that is a thing of the past. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a topic for another day. Yeah. But uh, D- Jamie Collins did have one more sack than Kennard last year, too. So if someone's asking, where are we going to replace the Kennard? They had the same, Kennard, I thought. Uh, oh, sorry. He had one second in the playoffs. That's why I, I see eight. So regular oh, season, okay. same hey. amount. But, uh, He'll have plenty in the playoffs this year. Yeah, that's right. All the way to the Super Bowl, baby. Yeah. All the way to Super Bowl. Um. So you know, Kennard, good. It, again, it's it's weird. This guy was you know trying to help his Lions teammates vote on the CBA, and next thing you know, he's released. Uh, so interesting situation. And I think he was blindsided, but I don't think he expected it to be quite honest. Uh, Doesn't seem like it. Yeah, but he's from Arizona, so good for him. He's going to his uh, hometown uh, yeah, team. He, he came so, out okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like Kennard. I'm happy for. I'm I'm thankful for what he did for us. But I I definitely felt like. It was very possible to upgrade over him, and I think they did just that. Yeah. So, uh, hey, do you guys all give this uh, an A plus? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and what about the? I didn't give it. What, what's your grade on the Desmond Trufant signing? What, what grade would you give that? Um, I'd give it a solid A. I guess I'll say, with the slight thing considered, I'll say a B plus. 
How about you, I'll Rogan? give him a solid A. I think he's uh, he's obviously not Slay. And but we also didn't break the bank like those guys going for the top cornerbacks. So I'm happy with that. And this guy it can very much step in and be a number one corner. So it blunts the, 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 the slate trade a lot and uh, blunts the loss, I should say. And, yeah, no, I think this guy could be, as long as he stays healthy, because he is coming off an injury which is obviously a concern, but I, I think this he's, he's younger than Slay too. So yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So I like it. A solid. A. So here is the next uh, deal that I wanted to talk about the next big deal. And this, this one's kind of surprised all of us. So in our, in our preview podcast, we all predicted Rick Wagner would be back. Uh, the Lions made that quickly obvious that he was no, that they were releasing him. They cut him and then he went to the Packers for like 5 million a year. Uh, yeah. So talk about uh, knowing the value of your right tackle. I suppose the Lions have a bigger dead cap hit at five point eight million than Rick Wagner will earn in salary this year, at five million <laughs> well, a year. So I mean, other teams must really not view him too well. Uh, getting that kind of contract out there, especially when teams are desperate for offensive tackles. <clears throat> uh, but the Lions go out and sign the backup tackle on the Eagles. And I'm going to attempt to say his name. His nickname is Big V. His full name is Halopulavati Vaitai. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Big V, if I uh, mispronounce your name. But uh, the Lions give him five years, uh, $45 million up to $50 million potentially, $20 million guaranteed. A lot of that is up front in the first two years, the payment. And... Uh, this guy was 11th in PFF and run blocking, but he is. It, it's this is more of a replacement level type tackle, except maybe a better run blocker, uh, because his pass blocking is has not been graded out too well. But he's uh, definitely an, an. It seems like an, an elite run blocker, so hopefully that fits what the Lions are looking for. Hopefully, yeah. This one kind of. Uh, th- I don't mind this. What, let's go. No, I was going to say, we did not mention him on our preview pod. I think maybe we mentioned him quickly as somebody that was thrown out there. I didn't, a... I didn't know he existed before <laughs> we signed him. Um, honestly, this one, the the fact that we signed him doesn't – I'm fine. I like I like the prospect of him coming in. I don't know about right away just bringing him as a starter, but for that kind of money, they better be expecting him to start. Um uh, this one is just kind of, they gave him a lot of money for a guy who has not really ever been a starter or a regular starter. And I don't know. I, I don't feel like they needed to throw that. I mean, the only thing I'll give them is that they did, I did hear a lot of other teams were going after him. So maybe there's more there there than we know, but uh, I would have to downgrade the quality. If we're, if we're doing grades, I would give this one like a B minus at, Best. Well, yeah. apparently this guy had played pretty well when he did play, though. It sounded like he didn't get snaps and people didn't see him in action. He played in the Super Bowl and did well. So, I mean, obviously the scouts out there know what this guy can do or what he's capable of anyway. So, you know, I mean, it's a surprise to us because we never heard of the guy, but uh, the people yeah. that know, they, they, they know who this guy is. And, and when the, they made the signing, me and uh, Rudd Dog, you know, looked up uh, Tyrell Crosby and compared him to this, uh, you know, Big V here. And Big V, because th- they've kind of played similar roles in terms of a backup tackle, but they got a lot of offensive snaps last year. This guy had more snaps yeah. than Tyrell Crosby did last year and graded out uh, like five points better in each category in terms of pass and run blocking. Well, actually, much higher run blocking. It was like 10 or yeah, 15 say, points. Yeah. But in, in pass blocking was uh, it was uh, comparable for sure. Yeah, uh, he was so. slightly better than Crosby though in, in pass blocking, but much better in run blocking. So maybe but it does fit what they're trying to do with the running game. So you know, trying to get better blocking out there. So yeah, you know, he might even be better than Glasgow was. But I think Glasgow being more athletic, probably more fit to his zone scheme kind of thing. Yeah, uh, you know this guy might be more of a mauler than the guy kind of guy we need to push. Or compared him to Wagner in this case, I would think. Well, yeah, I'm just saying that the type of lineman they're looking for, you know, to improve the run game. I wish the Lions would still give Tyrell Crosby a shot at guard. We I've been asking for it for two years now, but 
It does not appear to be the case. Uh, The Lions Lions will have a fantastic time, uh, you know, in terms of names on the right side of the line with uh, Halapula, Vati, and Benchwall, Bo Benchwall, if that ends up being our starter at right guard, potentially. Uh, Who's that? You mean Bo Benchbagel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? what? He's got to be the starter. (laughs) I mean, I think the Lions really like him, so good shot at it, actually. Uh, that'd be awesome if they really think he could be the guy this would be his chance but it is a little concerning that we don't have anyone proven to fill that right side right now yeah uh i mean Thank again, God, a bunch bagels gonna get the, <laughs> Thank you. the the 49ers did release their right guard mike person today so that that could always he's a veteran offensive lineman obviously good in a run game blocking last year for the 49ers so that could be a possible late target here for the lions uh yeah maybe but uh it'd be nice to get someone for to you know bring some stability in case bench bagel can't cut it yeah for sure and I w- i'd rather see anybody but uh kenny wiggins in there at this point yeah. <laughs> i think we all agree with you there agreed so uh yeah uj what, what grade would you give this connor what grade would you give this i'll give it a solid uh b and we'll wait and see what happens uh, as far as his performance, but definitely a solid B, possibly a B plus. I, I don't like it. Hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna go solid B too for all the same reasons. Yeah. Uh, good deal, nothing too flashy. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna give it a C plus. I'm just not a huge fan of the contract still, so I don't mind That's deciding. Friendly contract. That's my biggest problem too. Contract. Uh- I don't. So right now, this is so this is his contract. In case you're so five years up to fifty million, twenty million guaranteed. This year, four million dollar base salary, seven million signing bonus. So a cap hit of only five point four. Next year, nine million. So the cap hit the next four years after that are ten point four, eight point four, ten point four, eight point nine. So, yeah, but if he, if he doesn't pan out, they cut him. They don't lose much. If he pans yeah. out, he's worth the money. It's a great, it's a team friendly contract. Wait, how are they? Yeah. Why do you see it as team friendly? Because if they cut they're them, only on the hook for twenty million total, like they guaranteed, right? Yeah. Twenty, yeah. 20 million guaranteed. 20 million That's guaranteed. not the cap hit though. The cap hit's gonna yeah, be but I, I always salary. forget how the dead money thing works exactly. It's a whole Usually thing. Usually, the guaranteed but, uh, money is the money that the team isn't on the hook for. Like, if in a cap hit. No, it, it, like, it, it is a team fund. No, I mentioned a cap hits, but that's just in the future. So, if it, yeah, you're you're right. You, it is I a team fund. definitely feels contract. like we could have got him for a little less money, though. Considering I agree. He made $2.65 million over four years. He's going to make that yearly salary in one game with the Lions, like, <laughs> essentially. Right. So, yeah. again, I, I thought the value was a little too high, like Connor's saying. Uh but you're, you're the right. The, the, dead, the dead cap isn't significant if they do cut them after two years. There will be something there. It won't be anything. Wait, after two years? years? Yeah, it would have to be after two years. Hopefully, we don't feel the need to cut them after two years. Well, no, I'm, I'm exactly. Not, that's the hope. That's, that's the hope. obvious thing. You hope he, he makes it, and if he makes it and it turns out good, he's that's awesome. But the downside right. is because this is a gamble. You're gambling on someone you just brought in. That's the nature yeah. of these things, and that. It, what if he doesn't even cut it in year one? We cut him. Then what's the cap? Hit? I mean, I'm no cap wizard, so I don't fully understand all this. Yeah. We'll definitely we still rain on the parade. Jeez. What parade? Am I, I'm not raining on any parade. It I'm does seem like uh, Drinks and the Eagles are a little shocked. Or like the Eagles is a little shocked by this level of contract. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, uh, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. But... <laughs> God, give him a chance, guys. <laughs> they definitely knew he was going to go. No not giving him a chance. Um, so I, I want to move on to the next signing. Uh, this is a guy I wasn't really familiar with either, to be quite honest with you. Uh, Nick Williams, the Lions sign. If you look at this guy's tape from last year, he this guy this is the this will be the fifth or sixth team that he's been on in the league. He's thirty years old. They get, they give him two years, ten million dollars. He's from the Chicago Bears. Five of that's guaranteed. Um, interesting signing to shore up the the depth on the D tackle position. We still haven't seen, and maybe we're not going to see big moves at the D tackle position. Uh, this one I'm going to give like a like a, a 
B minus, I guess. Uh, uh, I, I've watched the guy's tape, and he was really good last year. But that was with a you know an elite defensive line with Khalil Mack and a lot of one on ones, and he was winning a lot of those last year. So, yeah. Uh, l- last year was his first year where he actually got some playing time, and he had six sacks. And there was, last year was the first year he recorded a, a sack in his five years in the league. So let's keep it going, baby. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll give it a solid B. I mean. I think we're going to, especially if we get Clowney, he'll see plenty, or Clowney, especially if we get Chase Young, we'll see plenty of one-on-ones most likely. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, a deta- what we needed was some interior pressure last year in, in like, the worst way. And uh, I think this at least uh, gives us some insurance if, if Hand has any more injury issues this year and stuff. It's someone who can put some pressure from the middle. I don't mind it. I'll give it like a B. Yeah. It's not a big contract either. It's hang on. Yeah, I'll go to go like a C plus. It's it's not one of those sexy contracts we're gonna be talking about for a while, but not necessary depth signing, I think. Yeah, I agree. It's a a depth signing, yeah. And it'll give yeah, it'll help that line out though. With with some nice upside though. If he can get six acts for us next year, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah but his film did look good last year. Though. I was watching huge. a lot of his. He did look pretty good last year. Six sacks for an interior lineman yeah. is very good year. I'm I'm curious if that's the role they have for him is that pass rushing interior guy, or if he. I, I don't know what his stats are against the run necessarily. Uh, that's. But uh, yeah, we definitely need something need from a pass rush standpoint. So. Uh, especially on the interior. I was hoping for DJ Reader, but man, he went for a boatload of money. Yeah. So, oh god. T- yeah. Talk about we weren't gonna pay that. T- talk about overpay. Um, so that brings us to. So. Uh, oh, sorry. Everyone gives the grades. Yeah. 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 What, who do you want to talk about next? Shall- well, I think the DJ Reader segues perfectly to another signing, in uh. uh is Danny it, Shelton. Yeah, I was gonna say, is it a Patriot? There's a good chance it's a ex. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Danny Shelton, two years, eight million dollars. So not a large contract by any means. Uh, I, big run stuffer. Gonna help sure up. The, I think he'll replace Snacks nicely. Yeah, he's like 345 pounds, and I read that he actually was getting better in the pass rush last year. So. Uh, I mean, this guy, I think that's exactly what we need, a true nose tackle. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, we got him for a lot cheaper than DJ Reader. <laughs> Not that he's DJ Reader's quality, but I don't know how big the difference is. Um. Yeah, I mean, what do we think about all these? Uh, we were kind of mentioning the top podcast. So it's all these uh, top uh or all these guys are bringing in have so many Patriots connections. Crazy. A lot of people are calling us the Detroit Patriots or the Patriots 2.0. Is that what we are yeah. <laughs> in some regard? Uh, it's not uncommon uh, for coaches to go over after players they're familiar with and stuff. So, but it I mean, does seem like we do it more than both. Yeah, I think, it helps. Really high rate. I think it helps that we run a similar scheme. So, so you know, you got guys who are going to come in and be able to plug and play a little easier. And guys, totally foreign to our scheme. So for for whatever it's worth, um, the run defensive grade, and again, this is PFF. This is what I have the most information on. Um, out of the interior defense alignment, who you know played over fifty percent of snaps last year, he graded out the forty seventh best interior D alignment on the interior against the run. Oh, God. Oh, that's not what I wanted to hear. Who's ready on the parade now? That was ahead of snacks, though. That was ahead of snacks. Yeah, that's not saying much. But he was the the 15th best interior D lineman against the the pass. Oh, wow. I was not expecting that. Sounds like we'll be using him situationally um, for sure. Yeah, I'm really curious what the Lions have planned out here for the interior still. Uh, Maybe they're hoping he can revive his ability to stop the run. I don't know. Yeah, how about, so, you know, last year they talked about getting pressure from the middle, and that and it looks like that's what they're kind of concentrating on here a little bit. But both of those D line signings, more pressure from the middle. Yeah, we we, need, we still don't need those guys that hold the you know free up our linebackers to get to stop the run. Yeah, he, that was our big so, problem yeah. at the beginning of the year was stopping the run. Couldn't stop anything to save our life. Snacks was getting blown yeah. two yards off the ball. 
but uh, so I, I I don't know. We'll we'll see. Uh, uh, it's a really cheap contract. I still think the Lions have another move to make there. I don't know what it's going to be exactly, unless they have a big plans uh, in the draft. Perhaps. Yes, yes. Sue is still available, and I would I'd be all for that. He's he's excellent against the run. Sue is excellent. I wonder how much his contract would be. How much you think he'd sign for? Uh, last year was a one-year contract dollars. for ten million. So I, eight I, million. I, I could see eight one million. Year. Yeah, I two years, sixteen million. That Ashawn got two for seventeen from the Rams, which kind of surprised me. I didn't think he. I'd rather get him on a one-year one. deal. Sue? Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, one-year deal for him. I wouldn't pay him more than. One I'd year. love to see him back in Honolulu Blue yeah. though. Yeah. Be <laughs> I'd be all for it. I'd be all for it. That that rectify his mistake of leaving in the first place. Yeah. So uh, there's one more defender I want to talk about. So that Quandre Diggs trade finally came full circle. We got another safety. Uh, his name is Duran Harmon, and he's also from the Patriots. If you believe it or not, the Lions did a trade with the Patriots. It's a shocker. That's crazy. Uh, it shocked the whole league. Has that ever happened before? <laughs> So the the fifth rounder that we got from trading Quandre Diggs went to the Patriots for this uh, guy named Deron Harmon. So uh, as far as safeties goes uh, and passes thrown their way, he was number one in pass breakups uh, for safeties, which is encouraging. So, I mean, th- th- that's a stat that was thrown out by, uh, I think, Chris Burke on Twitter right after the trade was made. So that's a positive. I mean, this guy well, sounds almost like a cornerback at safety, like or just like a pure center fielder type, not a, not like a box guy from what I've heard. So I mean, hey, hey if you, you can put him in there, cover up for Will Harris until he gets his stuff together, then that'd be nice. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, him and Tracy Walker kind of sharing the field. He was so mm-hmm. Deron Harmon was the twenty fourth overall ranked uh, safety in coverage last year, which isn't. You know, that's not too bad. That's good. That's a starting caliber safety. Yeah, Quandry Diggs had a 79.3 grade, Harmon 74.7. So, you know, right there. we traded Diggs. Yes, I know. That one still sticks in my craw. I can't help it. Yeah, he's actually right behind Tracy Walker in terms of coverage grade. So, uh, it could be nice having them roaming back there on third downs. Oh, for sure. Yeah, no doubt. So I, I actually like this trade a lot. I'm going to give this an A in terms of the value for a fifth rounder. Um, and, and an ex-Patriots guy that obviously knows Patricia really well and the system. I'm going to give this one an A. I, yeah, I'll give it a solid B+. Plus. Uh, I like it too. Yeah, I'll give it a – considering we traded a better player in Quandre Diggs for that fifth rounder and we're getting a slightly less player, I'll give it a B plus. Hmm. I'll say A minus, just round yeah. it out nicely. There you go. All right. Yeah. There's, there's one more signing I want to. There's a guy named the Vikings uh, guy. No, no, there's two. Then Jerion Curse, a one-year deal, two million dollars. Kind of a back, kind of just to shore up. Uh, you know the the yep. depth the depth chart for sure. I don't know. Uh, let me see if I can look up his grade. He seems like an up and comer, though. He seems like in the last year he, he made strides forward, becoming a you know full time player, and, and uh, he might have a lot of upside with that cheap contract. You know, who knows? He might get a real deal. Out of yeah. This well, yeah. I, when I look up his grade here in PFF, he had 271 snaps, so he didn't play even half the snaps last year. He played like 20 percent. He has an 89 grade, which is really good uh, for a limited really role. I like so, that young potential. A lot of upside. Uh, yeah. So maybe this is finally the shot. Is he that a big he special teams guy too? Or yeah. Yeah, he is. He is. So that's, that's something nice to think too. about too. And he was playing behind Anthony Harris over there, so he he didn't really get a chance because Anthony Harris is obviously elite elite safety. Um, so maybe th- you know this is the, this is his opportunity, and I can't wait to see him run with it. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And then there is one more signing I want to talk about. And my question is Have the Lions finally solved their backup quarterback problem? (laughs) We predicted this guy. We predicted this guy on the podcast. This is who we're going to sign. It's Chase Daniel. I didn't expect maybe this much money. Chase Daniel, by the way, kudos to him. This is his third contract of over $10 million. And the guy's played, started four NFL games. 
three years, $13.2 million to be the Lions' court, backup quarterback for the next three years. Uh, I hope this brings stability to that <clears throat> position that we've seen. Just, you know, it's a, been a merry-go-round of people go through it. Oh, yeah, yeah, last year was a shit show. I like the deal a lot, personally. I yeah. Think it'll be a solid. The whole, if we have our backup in anyways, we're screwed. So who it is doesn't matter as much to me. But he brings a lot more stability than our last year. I feel a little less chance of being screwed if he comes in than Driscoll or Blau. Driscoll and Blau performed admirably last year, but I mean, I I, see, I think this is the kind of guy that can win you a few games in an interim position, whereas those yeah. guys were not really capable of it. They kept us in some games, but they couldn't win games. He, he beat I mean, the- granted, the defenses were crap, but <laughs> yeah, he he beat the Lions on Thanksgiving two years ago. So. Well, well. That was, yeah, I so, I mean, the guy can win games, and that's a big upgrade from what we've had. Oh, yeah, for well, sure. It's a, it's a solid signing, and uh, uh, we still have Blau, I believe. And uh, I'm hoping they can hang on to him, too, to develop him. Because, uh, let's face it, uh, Daniel, I mean, he, he's a solid backup, but he's a backup. <laughs> so, sure. uh, you know, he's good for a couple of games, maybe, you know, Stafford. But, you know, long-term – I mean, if he had to play half a season or something like that, I wouldn't expect all of that. I mean, Imagine, like, backing up uh, Trubisky and then going to Stafford. Like, what a what a world difference. <laughs> yeah, his eyes are going to be good. wide open here. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> and if we have a big, improved defense, you know, he might be – he's the kind of guy who can manage the team through a year, though, if you – you know, if you have a good team around him. So – I like it a lot, actually, for that reason. I think we're going to have a lot better defense this year. I agree. Okay. I completely agree. It can't get much worse, right? Yeah, that's true. Or can oh, it? God, don't don't say that. <laughs> 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 no, I agree with you. We drink, we drink the blue Kool-Aid on this podcast anyways. It's going to be an elite that's defense. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you know, we're we're not going to be a Darius Slayer. We're going to be a Richard Sherman and an Akeem Tlaib, and we're going to be elite Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, that is going to be an interesting story going forward here. Uh, so th- those were all the Lions free agent signings up to this point, um, as we record this on Thursday night, March nineteenth. But uh, I also I just wanted to mention, uh, you know, the dead cap that the Lions have on their roster as of now. Uh, so five point eight million for Rick Wagner, five million for Snacks, three point five for Quandre Diggs, two point nine for Darius Slay. 1.75 for Kennard, uh, half a million for Sam Martin, and then 400,000 for Tisa Bohr. Uh, oh, that's correct. How much is that? Tease. <laughs> We're at dead space for Tease Tabor. We do. Yeah. We do. Yeah. That's that's like I forgot he even existed until you said yeah. that. Tisa Bohr <laughs> almost won a almost got a Super Bowl ring this year too. Don't forget. Yeah, I, I didn't forget about Tease. <laughs> he was on a team. He was on a. He was on the oh, back end of the roster for the 49ers, yeah. I didn't know that. Good for him, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, yeah, so uh, a lot going on here. So I, 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 another player I wanted to mention that we didn't get to and I, I when we talked about Big V was Graham Glasgow. It's official that he's not with us anymore. He's, he's gone yeah. to the Broncos four years, $44 million. Why couldn't we give him that contract? It's a totally reasonable contract. It is. I don't understand. Uh, I will never understand why the Lions did this weird ass rotation at right guard. Like no one else in the league does that. I no football team yeah. I ever played with like rotated guards in the middle of the game. That doesn't doesn't make sense. <laughs> My only thinking is that he uh, he didn't fit the scheme exactly, and they wanted more power blocking. He's a yeah. he's a longer taller guard who's athletic and you know he's he's reliable but i think they want someone who can get more movement at the point of attack that's my bet i think he was friends with slay and digs that's as good a theory as any uj as good as any it yeah because it's in this it, inexplicable inexplicable to yeah, me it is and he's they gonna must be, have some sort of plans for that position, you know. Bench bagel. 
Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> I hope it's not just Bench Bagel, but yeah. So losing him, uh, we lose Rick, a great name, Rick Wagner. Yeah. Uh, I think D Virgin we uh, we we tendered, so he should be back as yeah. well. If you're and Thorne too, right? Out there. Well, we're saved. We got D Virgin still. So did we <laughs> talk about losing uh, McKissick? Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, Logan Thomas and JD McKissick both going to the Redskins. Yeah. Yeah. So we. I'm a little bummed Let's be honest. Yeah, it was. He must have. I didn't see what the contract he got was, but I will miss Pekisic. I thought he added a lot to the the roster on offense. Yeah, it was a kind of a gadget gadget player. I, I think the Lions must like Noada though, the tight end, letting Logan Thomas go. That surprised me a little bit. Yeah, that did too. Just because he was showing some real nice flashes. I mean, I know he's not young. Like, I think he's like a thirty year old tight end, but like he's or, or like he's like he's still really athletically gifted. Oh, and yeah. he's also relatively new to the position still. And, like, if, I think he was just starting to find his own when we let him go. I still feel like he could could have developed into a weapon. The Lions yeah. tried to get him for, like, two years. They couldn't get him. They finally get him, and now he's gone again. <laughs> yeah, that one beats me. Uh, so, I mean, Jesse James, you got you know, step up, man. That could have just yeah. been they felt like they wanted to administer, or, you know, attribute their resources elsewhere at this point. Because, you know, maybe there's just bigger fish to fry position-wise, which there definitely are when you already have, uh, you know, some big-name tight ends on the roster. So, I mean, now Jesse James, yeah. Did you say Jesse James better step up? Yes. That's, that's yes, exactly. <laughs> so. Oh, man. Yeah, it is good. It's going to be interesting to see what the Lions do here to shore up the rest of their roster. I've liked a lot of these moves so far. As we mentioned, a lot of good a lot of good grades from us. No Ds. I didn't hear anybody give a D here. No Ds. So that's nope. that's positive. D's, nope. What are we going to do at punter if Sam Martin's Wait, hold on. You missed one. We have D Virgin. So there's that. Boo. So there's that. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> You're terrible. Ah, boy. Tastes terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we'll, we'll see what the Lions do here going forward. Uh, in regards to some of the rest of the moves, they still have moves to make for sure on the defensive line. Uh, you can't rely on Deshaun Hand being healthy. And secondary. And, so, yeah, especially that second cornerback spot. And, you know, maybe another, <laughs> un, another linebacker perhaps. Uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But another interesting thing here is if – the Lions, uh, and maybe this is more a post-draft thing, is focusing on extending Taylor Decker at left tackle and how much money. Because yeah. they have to factor that into the cap space as well. He's on the last year of his deal. so Right. That'll be interesting to see what they do there in addition. What to about Galladay too, right? Galladay, uh, that's another one. Yeah. So th- and they, Jones, are they both on their last year? They're both on their last year. They're both on their last year, yep. We should resign so, both of them. Yeah. Definitely Galladay. I definitely yeah. Galladay. I don't see the Lions resigning Marvin Jones if I had to make. A, I don't. I don't either. I think the Lions are almost going. Uh, I would be it shocked would be if they didn't take a wide. Yeah, this is a such a deep draft of wide receiver. I see them kind of getting their Marvin Jones replacement this year. Another uh, third rounder, like. Uh, but man, Marvin Jones is so good uh, when he's healthy and Galladay. with Stafford. Yeah, that's what I love about. Oh, he's a stud. So hey, we'll this is—we got that extra third rounder for Slay. Good time to get another uh, one in the vein of Galladay, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, thank God, uh, you know. I just—we're getting towards the end of the podcast here. I just want to say thank God that the NFL decided to keep their normal schedule in terms of uh, starting the NFL league year, shoring up the CBA for ten years. We don't have to worry about any sort of lockout now for the next ten years. Yeah. That's that that's nice. very reassuring, and just giving us something to talk about here during this, uh, you know, social distancing time of our <laughs> time of our uh, yeah. lives. It's pretty crazy. Before, I, you know, I want to throw out one more question there to you guys, just in terms of, uh, do you have any recommendations in terms of what to do during this quarantine time, basically? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Uh, uh maybe uh, yeah like, like i just w- give a movie give one i just want you to give one movie 
or one TV show that you recommend to watch during this time? Oh, God. Well, I can tell you what not to watch. What, Go what? for it. I watched, uh, me and my roommate watched the Sonic movie the other day. It may be one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Even after, they, even after they like yeah. redid the Sonic guy yeah, from like a mouse that, to like, like a Sonic. James Marsden's so uninspiring and like the script is horrible and it's just nothing redeeming about it at all. So, so don't watch Sonic. Okay. I got a non-movie or TV show thing. Uh, a play? The NFL has made uh, the Game Pass oh, yeah. free for the next three months, I think. Yeah, that's a good call. So you can go watch back to 2009 every game in the NFL, including playoffs and Super Bowls in preseason. So, yep. Pretty sweet deal. So there's did. three Lions games to watch in that time frame. <laughs> uh, playoff, yeah. playoff, three Lions playoff games. Uh, that, yeah. And 2009, right? Well, that was the first year we got Stafford, correct? Yeah. So it, yeah. it goes the whole – they purposely they went left it from 2009 and later because they knew that was the first year Stafford played. Go watch the Redskins game when we he first won a game and mm-hmm. we finally – Oh, yeah. Back. We broke the illusion streak. streak or something. Yeah. Like I remember I remember crying when they won that game. It was so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was beautiful. I didn't thing. even believe it could happen, yeah. Yeah, it, did. <laughs> it seemed like so far-fetched. Um, how about you, UJ? Oh, let's see. I, one of the, I just happened to watch this the other day. One of the best Tom Cruise movies out there, The Last Samurai. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I think it's a great movie. And uh, for a show, I'm going to go with one of my all-time favorites. It's on, uh, on uh, Amazon, I believe. It's uh, Justified. It's Hulu. Really fun. It's on great Hulu. show. Mm. On Hulu. Great show. Great show. That's a good one. That's, That's a good one. Binge watch, for sure. I haven't seen that. Yeah, I if would... you haven't watched it yet, The Last Kingdom on Netflix, Viking type show, badass. Good, yeah, good one. Um, I would recommend uh, The Righteous Gemstones on HBO if you haven't watched that. It's pretty, it's hilarious. It's so over it the is. top, but it's hilarious. I'd recommend that one. And then, uh, you know, that that's all I got on top of my head right now is recommendation. <laughs> so, You're not uh, going to tell us to rewatch Breaking Bad. You can also go binge I mean, watch I, the I'd MCU. Always... No, okay. We're wrapping Marvel. this up. Marvel. We are wrapping this up mind. for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We, but uh, we want to thank everybody for listening. We really appreciate it. Hopefully, you know, this gives you something to listen to while you are in your home. Uh, y- you can throw on some headphones, uh, tune out the people around you that you're stuck with uh, for an hour. <laughs> um, so, we'll and. You know, just follow us on Twitter at Drinking Lions, Instagram at Drinking the Blue Kool Aid. Um, please leave a review on Apple um, if you like what you hear. Please subscribe and please share this with others as we look forward to this upcoming season. And we're we're gonna have a lot more to talk about here as Lions make some additional moves and as the draft goes closer. Because the draft is still gonna happen in late April, even if there's gonna yeah. be nobody there. They're just gonna drive that boat out to the stage and. Uh, there's going to be nobody there. I don't know. I forgot about the boat thing. That's so ridiculous. <laughs> I think they're going to, they're probably just going to do it inside and like, you know, be, have a few tables there or something. I don't even know. <laughs> It'll yeah, be interesting. It'll be, it, these are interesting times. Very, very interesting yeah. times. These are very interesting times. Yeah. Because so, a lot of these deals, uh, you know, they, they talk, they can't officially do them because they have to do their physical before they officially sign the deal. So these guys are having to go to like, they're like, I don't know. They have to like promise that they're in good health and then they'll officially do it like a couple months from now, the physical. It's a weird situation in terms of like officially signing some of these deals. Wow. So, uh, they're provisionally accepted, but not fully accepted is what I, uh, my understanding is unless you're like, uh, so like the whole free agency is like the early tampering period. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of, kind of, uh, so, all right, but that's going to wrap it up. We want to thank everybody for listening. And, um, and again, thank the new producer, Kid J, for helping us out, uh, give you, yeah, produce you. better audio quality Indeed. as well Back on this podcast. So last Good. but not least, gentlemen, blue Kool-Aid drinkers, as always, go, go. Forward down the field. 
mighty team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain a lion's victory. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.